Hello, and welcome to an Overthinker's Point of View, Episode 3. Sports, Side Atlanta, Football, European Football, Baseball, you name it, Fantasy, you name it. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what has happened in the last few days while I have been gone. Note. I will always want to podcast every day with the time I have when I can. However, life happens, work happens, and over the weekend, from working a full day shift to having a day finally with my lady to adventure more of the state and see some of the parks, I just didn't have the time. So I apologize, but I will always try my best to make these podcasts for those who are actively listening and again for those few who i see are listening in i appreciate you more than i can say and i thank you and if there was ever a way to know who you guys are i would definitely love to shout you out early early on and often you know because podcasting podcasting is not only just for the listeners to find something interesting to listen to um or learn something new or share or disagree with an opinion um Podcasting is also for the podcaster to gain some confidence or just be able to do something that they've wanted to do for a while, but just haven't gotten around to it. Um, Sharing, you know, everyone wants to share their thoughts in some way or another, and podcasting is a great way to do that, as long as you have consistent material. Hence, you know, I want to talk sports and at the same time be more educational and talk um, history and politics. And again, last week... In our last episode, I mentioned how I was going to have my history background and political background with some extra uh, topics included as well. My goal for today is to make that episode as well and have today be a double episode day. Um, hopefully later today we'll have the free time to do so. Um, we will see. But I have it all planned out already. I did say I was going to do it on yellow journalism and biases in newspapers and sources and things like that because that is super relevant. I might save that for the next history podcast, unfortunately, because I want to make sure I have all the sources uh, that will make it more understandable and relevant to today and not just try to push something on it. Instead, I will be sharing um, some research I had done previously during my undergrad years and how I can find a way to make that relatable to today as well. Um, it's more history featured in where I went to school, um, but it's interesting nonetheless. But we will get to that in episode four. But this is episode three. So let's dive in. First, I'm going to talk NFL football. My boys, the 49ers, did their job. Everyone voted that they were going to lose Sunday night, and it's understandable. The Rams were hot. They have a good offense, a good coaching staff, a dominant defense, and definitely a dominant defensive player in Aaron Donald. However, the Niners have their own amazing coaching staff and team. Although riddled with injuries, they found and find ways to always bounce back. Shanahan knew the best way to beat the Rams were to keep the offense off the field and keep the defense guessing and out of their groove. Garoppolo averaged about two seconds to three seconds at most per throw. Unrelenting, unrelenting 
just consistent with it. He found his guys, his yard after to catch Kings and Ayuk, Samuels and Kittle to do their parts. And boy, did all three do their part. Aaron Donald only, I believe, got two pressures the whole game, if that. And after the game, he had some shade to throw saying he's never heard of Debo Samuels, which is laughable. But in a sense, his own way of showing respect because he got beat. They got beat by our dudes who are game changers. And this is a good looking up. Five and, you know, 500 right now, three and three. It's the toughest remaining schedule based on opponents' win percentage, you know, the rest of the season. The Niners are good. I'm not going to let them, you know, have any excuses on it. People are coming back, people are showing up. I'm all for it. I believe next week might be the Bills or that's in two. Um, or might even be in four. I know. Seahawks are in two weeks from now, but we have a tough schedule. But alas, like I said, I have all the faith. Um, before moving on from football, definitely I'll talk fantasy football and frustrations on it. Um, I have two teams. Neither of them are money related. I just do it for fun and have been doing it for fun since about 2010. And I've won a few leagues, but it's been a while since I can claim that title again. Um, but my current leagues right now are looking pretty good. Um, my ESPN league, I was definitely carried by Derrick Henry and Justin Jefferson, both pretty much getting me 40 points. Uh, and I should technically win that league. Um, my only sad port <laughs> was leaving Ryan Tannehill on the bench, who got about 29 points. For Aaron Rodgers, who usually is consistent, but doing his key and peel skit after a 10 nothing lead really didn't help his case. Losing 38-10, to I believe the final was. And he only got me, what, two to three points? The other, my opponent in that league has Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper... As well as another top receiver that he can switch out on the bench. So he only needs about 34 points to pass me up. With those receivers, and there's two games today, it's possible. Um, Hopefully not, but it's possible. In my NFL league, I think I'm pretty much good in that league. I have two more players with Kyler Murray to play and Amari Cooper myself. While the other guy just has his defense with a 10-point lead already. I feel pretty safe in that one. I'm I'm second place in both at this point and should be after these wins. Um, if you have any fantasy frustrations, I always love to talk fantasy. It's, <laughs> it's a good way to always learn players and stay connected with whatever sport you're playing. Um, but, you know, it's not for everyone. Uh, moving on to baseball. Obviously, my last episode was Hotlanta. I was for them. As a Giants fan, I don't like the Dodgers. Not the biggest fan of LA itself. Um, and the last episode, Atlanta was Hotlanta. They had that nice two-game cushion on the Dodgers, although the Dodgers will forever be dangerous with the talent they have. And it showed. The, the Braves couldn't finish it out at the end. Let off some single home runs that definitely proved to be their downfall. The Dodgers, what, four straight trips now? Again, like I said, ten straight division titles. But it's beautiful because what do they have to show for it all? No no rings. You can have your division titles. 
you can have your conference championship, but you <laughs> can't get that final hump, huh? And for your manager to finally say this is our year again, jinxing it before it begins, oof. I don't know. Like I keep saying with my huge bias, LA fans, you have your Lakers. You know, it's been about 11 to 10 years for y'all with them. Um, and it was good for Kobe, obviously. That was the most devastating thing ever, just reading it, thinking, and hoping it was fake. Um, happy for the organization, the fans, in that aspect. Always for that aspect. LeBron, as a humanitarian, amazing man. Um, <laughs> but obviously as a Warriors fan as well, he will forever stay salty. As you can see with his cheating of the Warriors, or cheating of the Lombardi Trophy. Um, the Lombardi, not Lombardi, wow, I am all over the place. But that is an overthinker's way of doing it, right? He <laughs> scrambles. Um, but the Larry O'Brien Trophy, just not letting it go and telling it pretty much has been cheating on him because it's been just with the Warriors and recently the Raptors. I find the salt. There's salt there. Um, and we'll see. You know, Warriors hopefully next year will be a good full strength. Um, and, you know, Clay, Curry, Lethal Shooters, as always, Draymond, my guy, my jersey right now, um, you know, he's amazing when he has those guys around him, he's definitely a facilitator more than a scorer, um, and with our, you know, number two overall pick, we can get who we want, or trade for someone that we can get, Wiggins, it's a really good setup, who knows, Definitely will be some rust. The bench needs help. But it's promising nonetheless. Um, and... Yeah. We'll see. Basketball will be exciting. It's funny that Giannis's brother won it first. And JaVale was <laughs> lauding that. Um, but... It's just funny. We'll see. Basketball start up soon. We'll see. Uh, but with... Again, Atlanta, sad Atlanta. I wanted to talk about y'all. I'm so sorry. Like, I understand, in a sense, the pain you feel as a Niner fan. I am lucky to have five titles to our history. But sad to know defeat in some of the biggest games when coming so close, knowing that it is a game that you never know if you're going to have a dynasty for them. You never know if your team's going to make it the next year, How you know, no matter how good they are. Injuries come up, other teams come up. It's just a never-ending, you know, uncertainty. For Atlanta to have that, you know, don't want to bring up anything else with it, but the Super Bowl sadness that I can relate to, you know, that comeback. To what the Braves just unfortunately let you guys feel. I'm hoping you guys are MLS supporters at least because your last championship when the major sports was the MLS in 2018. And it's been a little rough for them even, but that's the most recent one other than 99 with the Braves. And I'm hoping the Hawks, they're looking good. You know, Trey Young is definitely a baller. And I'm hoping you guys get more ballers because y'all need some love, man. Y'all need some help. ESPN is now all on the Lakers because obviously that's their headquarters. And they aren't giving love to Tampa Bay, man. They just want to stand the cup. I'm hoping it's the Rays in Tampa Bay that has two championships this year, not LA. No, sir. Um, and I think with that, that will just conclude my sports talk for today. Um, again, later on, maybe even right after this one, I'm going to start planning and filming 
recording. I say filming. Uh, my history political one in which I will just be discussing my background, my history of becoming a history teacher when I did, um, what my plans are for the future with that career path, because right now I'm on a break, and talking, you know, pol- politics. Um, that one's the most divisive. Divisive, yeah. One to talk about, I'm sure, especially if you or a few of you may have a different political opinion. And I'm hoping to be as clear and um, you know precise with my explanation for what I believe in and what I believe in, or what I've believed in when I did. Um, and, you know, just explain it, and you can see how I feel. Maybe not the best, but you can see how I feel. Um, let's see how the World Series goes. First game's tomorrow, and I will be working a closing shift, so... Uh, might not be able to do one in a day. We will see. Uh, but, you know, hoping soon. And also, forgot to mention, I did want to talk a little bit about my lovely soccer slash football team of Chelsea. Uh, Premier League in general, world soccer in general, you know, Barcelona and Real Madrid both lost um, in the same day in La Liga, which is crazy, but an American started for Barcelona and Sergio Dest. Um, looking up again, you know, all our great young American talent all over the world. Um, good to see him start. Uh, you also have in the Premier League a lot of crazy games that have happened. Uh, we as Chelsea sent Ross Barkley on loan to Aston Villa, and I'm happy he's starting there, and he is showing that he is a great talent. You know, being at Chelsea with so many other great players, it's tough to get your time. Um, and you want to be there because it's a top team. But, you know, going to Aston Villa and they are right now uh, undefeated. And let's see if they can keep it up. Um, I'm happy for us for that. Um, but, you know, they had a nice 1-0 victory over Leicester. Uh, <laughs> you had the Spurs go up 3-0 and then lose, or not lose, but draw 3-3 to West Ham. And then you had Chelsea, you know, our almost all of our new signings started together except um, Thiago. And they look good. You know, uh, Zayek came in later for Mason Mount because I know he's good and he's one of Lampard's favorite because he's, you know, an academy kid. Um, but Zayek, I definitely prefer, you know, and... Wagner had two amazing goals. Shows how great he is up front. Kai Havertz had a great link up with him as well. Um, Should have won that game against Southampton. But they almost came back and actually beat us. So Chelsea needs to get, as I've said before, their defensive in order. Kepa, you know, definitely is promising. Hope all the best for him. But I know his confidence is shaking with the supporters. Definitely not on his corner. And Lampard. And, you know, keep your head up, lad. You're doing your best. You're a top goalie for sure. You got there for a reason. A lot of every player got there for a reason. So, got to do what you got to do, right? Um, but enough about this ramble jamble. Shorter episode, 15 minutes, 16 minutes. Not too bad. Um, but it's just a sports update again. We'll see what happens in the next few days of sports, and I'll keep you updated. My next episode will for sure be more on the political history um, side, and we'll see how long that one takes. Again, I appreciate you for listening. Um, these, as of right now, these early episodes are unedited. 
Um, they are unfortunately unfiltered too, so hopefully what I do say is not too bad. Um, I know my sentences aren't the most, you know, compelling or sound the most concise. Um, big words come out randomly. That's my overthinking. That's just a part of my little traits. Um, but thank you for just sticking with it, sticking in. I promise later episodes will have more fluidity and just clear enunciations and the like. This is an overthinker's point of view. Thank you for diving in. And let's dive in again.